Productivity, wellness, human conditioning and all the trending topics all over the world. This is the 2-1 Show Podcast. back and then um yeah you're back for the action once again if you're joining us for the first time thank you so much we are so so glad that you finally found this podcast and if you are here uh, as uh, an aficionado of the show is glad to have you back this is the two one show kindly listen subscribe share and let other people also find us on this show we talk about productivity mental health and all the other things you can you can possibly think about. They're all the concerning everything, everything you can possibly think about in a, in a more professional and more humble way. We just show our opinions and then we hope you guys bring your questions in so that we get the opportunity to address them and then um, get them, get them out. So thank you so much. And quickly, let's move to our guest for the show today. Good evening and welcome to the show. Yeah, good evening and thank you for having me. Oh, okay. The pleasure is always ours to treasure. So, as usual, we would like to know who you are and then just, just tell us anything, anything about you. Okay, I'm Dennis Ochre. Okay. Um, I did my first degree in psychology and then afterwards uh, my master's in guidance and counseling. Um, I'm married with um, a child. I think that should be enough for now. Oh, okay, okay. All right. If there's more, we would like to hear. So you, I, I'm sure as time goes on, all the little, little just will, come, will be coming out. So, um, yeah. So, Mr. Watch, once again, thank you for being on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So You're today welcome. we're talking about the difference between you and your mentor. Um, uh, the whole uh, the whole long and short of, this, uh, of it is that uh, we want to identify some of the things that happened to us, especially growing up, because you realize that now everybody wants to have a mentor in a way, but then it's almost as if we are just making ourselves a direct replica of the people we choose, and sometimes even if the values don't align with what we have, it's more like because you chose them you just fl- go with the flow and so the, today the what we were trying to find out is that is there a need for people to get mentors because uh people are saying that okay so we are choosing mentors these days what well, the people we are choosing today who did they choose as mentors so assuming the first person who ever lived in this world who did he choose as a mentor so is there a need for anybody to get a mentor yes um there is a need Mm-hmm. So as long as you can uh, chance on one, okay. Um, the reason is 
there is nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. And wherever you want to go, someone has been there. Okay. And it's better to stand on people's shoulders uh, than just to start from the scratch. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you have the opportunity to, um, as it were, um, hook up with someone who is willing to help you out to get to some height, um, why not? Okay. Oh, okay. So um, let's. This is this is something uh, someone just brought up. Um, Gima, if I listen to this, so this is your question. So I'm sure you get answered. He's asking that what's the difference between a coach and a mentor? Okay. Um, I wanted to even hear um, a mentor and a role model. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you say um, a coach or a mentor, fine. Um, a coach might uh, is an experienced person, a professional mm-hmm. um, who um, has an idea or knows what he is about in a particular field okay. and uh, gets someone to train along that same line and the emphasis is on the goal okay. the ability to get there mm-hmm. so the training is supposed to get the person to act in a particular or behave in a particular manner. Okay. Uh, but when it comes to a mentor, um, the mentor rather is someone who is also experienced. The person might be a senior person and could, um, as it were, you could choose the person. The person knows you. You also know the person. Mm-hmm. And the person, that the relationship between you and the person by virtue of your interest to know more, okay. would let the person direct you um, in a manner that will get you there. Mm-hmm. So it bases itself more on the relationship to getting you to a particular height or um, to behave in a particular manner. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the coaching, it is not really on relationship, though it, it could be on relationship, but uh, when the, the coach is done by getting you to um, accomplish or get to the achievements that they, they want you to get to, mm-hmm. they are done with their business with you. Okay. But for the men- mentor, it's more uh, like a long term something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's, there's there's some form of relationship after what after Definitely. where you got into. There's still going to be a exactly a, a, a relationship. Okay. But then um, in in there you said something about getting the person getting to know you. Yeah. Now I don't know whether it's just a, it's it's a case of uh, words just thrown around. But today we have people having uh, openly saying we have mentors and then say for instance someone has his mentor is. Uh, let's say Oyedepo or Apostle Johnson Selman, or even the owner of Facebook. So, is is that is that is there a wrong wording, or is possible that someone might have someone like that as a mentor? So, um, that was what I was trying to uh, point out uh, from the onset mm-hmm. that it has some relation, except that technically they are not the same. Okay. Um, when you when you look at um, the coaching, just as I explained, mm-hmm. and that of the uh, mentorship. Um, when you get to the other side, which is modeling, okay. um, where you would have a role model or a life model. Okay. Um, I'm sounding a bit technical here. 
Mm-hmm. Um, of course. You, you when when you have a role model, the role model could be afar off. The person might not know you. You would have you know interest in the person. You admire certain things about the person's behavior or achievements whatsoever. Okay. And so, from afar, you just try to emulate, um, imitate or mimic certain things the person does okay. from afar, the person might not necessarily know you. Okay. And you also know the person from afar. You study certain things about the person and try to be like the person. Mm-hmm. That is role modeling. Okay. In certain instances, it could be even live modeling. When we differentiate between even the role modeling and the live modeling, you realize that for live modeling, um, say for um, a, typical, a typical example is your your parent. Okay. Someone's parents could be just there, uh-huh. and then whatever they are doing, they like it, so they can just, you know, be doing it. Certain things you might even copy without knowing. Uh-huh. That is um, what they say. You learn concomitantly. You you learn certain things from the person because the person is right there with you. So everything the person is doing, you are you can see it live. Okay. That's why it's, it's known as live modeling. Uh-huh. But for role modeling, you see some someone and the line the person is doing, you are interested. Okay. You study it from afar and you would want to be like. Like them. Okay. You uh-huh. would want to be like the person. And so you study the person from afar, you pick certain things, you emulate, you imitate, you mimic. Uh-huh. You understand? So that eventually um, it would sound like um, this person, we can see his characteristics in your attitude or in your line of duties. Okay. Uh, somewhat. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, um, I very soon will be getting into um, the thing that's really, really brought up. I mean, this, this, this whole conversation. Okay. That's the imposter syndrome where people feel they're not competent as much and so they want to directly copy from people so that at least they can be tagged with some level of success so one thing i also want to talk about is what i to talk about is what are some of the things to look out for i mean this cuts across whether it's um on work and business i know there are some key things that are going to be um like similar when it comes to all of this what are some of the things to look out for if if well if you're choosing a, a i mean what you were saying live modeling but and i believe not all of our parents can be used as our live models of course yes mm-hmm. so what are some of the things we can look at in people i mean the, the right things we can look at. I, I mean today everybody can look at I mean, i'm sure someone's dressing can even be here but what are some of the, the real things that is going to help as grow. So what are some of the signs you can look out for in all these? We've talked about life modeling, we've talked about role modeling, we've talked about the mentor and the coach. What are some of the things that we can look out for before we choose any of these people? Um, I think that if we are able to single every one of them, it would help um, our discussion mm-hmm. in the sense that um, when it comes to mentorship, uh, because the person is within your reach, Okay. And then you will be able to uh, go to the person for guidance because the person is an expert or a senior in a particular field or um, in some kind of behavior uh-huh. or attitude or achievements. Uh-huh. Um, you would pick up those things that the person is already into. Okay. And so if it goes in line with what you want to do 
or um, you admire the person that indeed he could be of help. Okay. And you go to the person for guidance and all those. That is the mentorship. Uh-huh. But when it comes to the role modeling, you might not even know the person face to face. Face to face. Okay. So to a large extent, it's like you have seen the person um, on TV, on radio, uh-huh. on any other platform. Uh-huh. And then you have taken delight in the person and what the person does. And so um, you have gone a step further to even examine certain things the person does. And so you would want to do same. Okay. That is the role modeling. Mm-hmm. So that one, it comes, the person might just choose it without any basis, mm-hmm. on just on um, the basis of interests. Okay. So you are interested in how the person does this or that or the other thing. So if it happens like that, um, it, it becomes difficult to say that um, this one was chosen, you know, um, with some level of information. Okay. Uh-huh, because um, say um, you have seen Michael Jackson uh-huh. um, on TV, maybe um, on the net or whatsoever, and you, you really want to dance like him. Uh-huh. In this particular instance, it's about dance. Uh-huh. So you have seen that thing about him. Someone can download everything about Michael Jackson and then begin to imitate everything he does. Uh-huh. That is role modeling. Uh-huh. You see, so in that case, right now we know Michael Jackson is no more. Gone, yeah. There, there could be live, you know, people around, and then still they might not even know you. Okay. Yet, you are studying them and you are behaving or um, emulating from them. Uh-huh. You understand? So, um, if it happens like that, that one, it is not really something that you intentionally, you know, um, chose them. It's something that they are doing that you are interested. Uh-huh. But when it comes to the uh, mentorship, it could be someone who is close and in fact, it should be someone who knows you or you would have to introduce yourself to the person for the person to also accept to mentor you. Okay. Yeah. So in that regard, the person would have to, it, it might be that the person is in your field or not in your field, uh-huh. but the person is an expert or a senior in something. Okay. So that if you are listening to the person, it's because of the achievements of the person and so you believe that the guidance the person would give you okay. would be of help. Okay. In that case, that person is being a mentor to you. Uh-huh. So there are some people who have even said that um, you cannot get only one mentor. Okay. Uh-huh. And their reason is simple. Into that. Uh-huh. Yes, their reason is simple. Um, I know of someone who plays um, bass guitar and he is that good or he is into music. Uh-huh. He is that good. Let me get closer to him because I'm interested in playing uh, musical instruments or mm-hmm. doing music. So I get close to the person. The person guides me, you know, directs me as to what to do and what not to do mm-hmm. and gives me the, the pros and cons in certain areas and all so that I, I take a cue from it to guide myself mm-hmm. and to help me out. That same person could have another mentor who is into public speaking. Okay. 
okay, so that if the person is also close, he will be going to that person to be guided on those lines. Uh-huh. So eventually, it's not like you are limited to just one person. Okay. That's what if some people believe. Uh-huh. So if it happens like that, it will not be like, um, indeed, oh, um, you are just doing everything like him. Uh-huh. It doesn't happen like that. Okay. But when it comes to the role modeling, that one, it could be that you are behaving just like just the person. Just like him. Okay. That's the difference. Okay. But for the coaching, it's like a specific area. The person is directing, questioning, doing everything according to the, um, the agenda set by maybe both of you. Mm-hmm. And so he steers the affairs. Okay. But when it comes to um, uh, mentorship, you, the mentee, mm-hmm. you, you steer the affairs. Okay. So that's where the difference come in. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's 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 really really powerful. If I if you just joined today, we are having a, a conversation with Mr. Dennis Ochre on. Um, there's you and there's your mentor, and then we are we are we are we are be, we being blessed by um some of the awesome things we are learning today. So we are still gonna come to the whole thing, but then one thing that I also want to find out is that sometimes people are of the view that. Oh, life. Um, I mean, we, we we even say that there's the personal life and there's the professional life. That's where we're, we're coming from. Even whether you have can have more than one mentor, okay. is it advisable to have a personal mentor when it comes to like this relationship, especially with a, a, a new weather couple? They would have people who are grown ups to especially guide them because I mean, there's a session that's married. No one knows how to marry, so you want to have mentors for that, and they want to have a professional mentor, or is it can't can it be done like that? Just as I said mm-hmm. earlier, it could be. Um, if you have the opportunity to assess these people, mm-hmm. why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and this one too, it goes to um, confirm the fact that um, you you are blessed or privileged to you know um, have access to all these people okay. who could be of help. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is willing to you know share his or her experience with you mm-hmm. and um, not everyone is even good at you know directing you the right way okay uh-huh. so if you are blessed to have these people in your life and then the, in your professional life probably you you have someone who is a senior or an expert in that mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. and could guide you and you know, help you to you know avoid certain things that are not right and then um, all other things to get you to the successful end you okay. expect, then uh, that's um, fair enough. Uh, but there is also one other category we didn't mention, which is um, the life coach. Mm-hmm. You know, um, th- there are some people or experts who are life coaches. Um, for them, like counselors could be life coaches for you. Um, there are other people who could also be um, like uh, ministers of God and others mm-hmm. who could be life coaches. Um, they might not necessarily be doing the things you do, but they have an upper hand. Okay. They are experienced and um, they are experts in their area. And so they could be of real help to you um, whether it is about their area or outside their area. Uh-huh. So as long as it's about your life and taking decisions for yourself in order to you know get to some heights in life, they could be of help. Okay. 
sometimes if we don't have someone to talk to, it's also another thing. <laughs> so if you have someone who is there for you and you could call on anytime, I mean, it, it's a blessing. Okay. Uh-huh. Those people could be of real help to you. They are mentors. All right. Uh, but they, they could mentor you in a general lifestyle, uh-huh. which, is, which is what I call them. I mentioned that uh, we have uh, life coaches. Uh-huh. So they are coaching you, as it were. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But when it comes to the real mentorship, it's mostly um, in your area. The person's area, so it's so easy that you're able to. So you can take it from all angles. Okay. Yes. So that um, if you have access, why not? It enrich enriches your you know uh, your life, mm-hmm. so that you will not be seen. You have picked from here, from there. So you are, as it were, someone will say you are heavy. Mm-hmm. You are heavy. You have lots of information yeah, and lots of yes. ideas. Yeah. You understand, huh? Because you have picked from different sources. Mm-hmm. So it makes you weightier than someone who doesn't have anyone to rely on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, great. I think one thing that uh, I left from the list, which also I think we can even chip it in here, is um, we, are, we are going to come to the imposter syndrome and how to break free from some of these um, bad mentorship. I mean, at some point, you realize that some of these relationships you have guests to become toxic because um yeah so you're going to get there but before that is it especially when it comes to the um the room modeling is it is it do you take things on whole i mean wholesome because sometimes you meet people and uh they're good you just see them from afar and you realize that they're good and you want to be like them do you need to really spend some time with them to know because sometimes before you get to them it's it's when you get familiar with someone, that's where you get to begin to see how good or bad they are. So is it advisable to know them first or with what you see, just pick it up and then move on from there? Okay. Um, just as I explained earlier in respect of um, role modeling, mm-hmm. uh, role modeling could have a positive or a negative outcome. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you've heard of someone who wants to behave or do things like Osama bin Laden. Uh-huh. It's possible. You understand? Uh-huh. They want to be seen like that. Uh-huh. They, they, they are kind of rebels. So they want to look at that person and behave because the person has conquered. You know, uh-huh. that is what they are enthused about. That's why I'm saying that it is more of, you know, admiring the person from afar. Uh-huh. So you might necessarily not know the person mm-hmm. okay. face to face. So having known the person from afar, especially on a particular line or field, the person might pay the ad- admiration the person has gotten in the person. You see, you realize that you begin to pick everything the person does. The danger is that if you are not careful and you are not guided, mm-hmm you might veer into certain things the person has been doing that is also not right. Okay. Which is outside the person's main field. Uh That's the danger Uh when it comes to the role modeling. Uh You know, for mentorship, the person is going to direct you that this is not good, this is not good. This is good. Take this direction and it will help you because the person is right there to help you. Uh But for um, for role modeling, the person is not there. Okay. You are just admiring and you are just picking. Uh-huh. 
sometimes you can see an actress or an actor out there and because of what the person is doing probably you see the person you are christian um or say you are religious let me put it in that um man you are religious you have seen the person uh, you admire the person and then um you want to be like that person and uh you see this person in a movie and then the person is smoking uh-huh. or drinking if you are not careful and you are not guided before you come to your senses you you might think that oh it's normal like if i want to go into this then i have to learn this in addition uh-huh. you see so if you are not careful and you are not guided and you want to be just like the person without any guidance from anywhere you might you might get into the negative outcome had some people will see you and they were mad oh you look that like this person you act like this person you, and all but mind you if you are not careful and you are not guided uh-huh. you might end up picking everything of the person and because of the admiration you have for the person you might not see anything wrong with it uh-huh. unless you come to your real senses or you have fallen into certain ditch that um you come to your senses for you to know that hey Hey, the the part I took was wrong. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So now let us come to let us come to the imposter syndrome. Okay. They are uh, in in our day and age. Uh, there's always the there's always this constant pressure for people to succeed, and I mean, do a nine to five. Someone says, "Oh, don't do a nine to five. Let's do this." And today, if you go to social media there are people who are advertising for both do a 95 do this, this and we have people like that and especially when it comes to these um young entrepreneurs now there's a 21 year old who has a business and there's a 21 year old who is who can have a business i mean looking judging from where he or she is coming from he or she stands the chance of having a business Now a person wants to become a CEO because at the end of the day this 21 year old was able to do it and there's this can do spirit I don't know whether it's an overdue of can do spirit that people want to end up <laughs> incurring debt because they feel oh if this 21 year old has done it I can also do it meanwhile you know you don't know, you don't even know how to live in Accra some people move all the way from eh uh, eh uh, to Accra because they want to have a business so how do you have to look at some of these things At what point can you see that you are going overboard especially when it comes to this role modeling because today now we are, we are coming to understand that I, i think even the the, the topic was supposed to be room there's even some role model on you so what are some of the things to check that you are almost doing more than what you potentially can because the ideal thing is potential you need to know what you can do before you attach all those god will help me and all those stuff to you so how at what point do you know that you are being an imposter and not yourself um only if you can come to that realization mm-hmm. because you see um when when you are getting into it the um applause you you'll be getting from your peers and all because you are behaving or you are acting in a particular manner mm-hmm. might make you feel that you're on top of the game you understand because that is where you get to and um if i might go back a bit to something in relation to um psychology 
um, one proponent who is known as Eric Erickson, mm-hmm. um, a student of um, Sigmund Freud. Anyone who has learned something about you know psychology mm-hmm. will hear about Sigmund Freud. Yes, um, this Eric Erickson was um, a student of uh, Sigmund Freud. Uh, while Sigmund Freud was um, uh, on psychosexual um, proposition, this Erickson thought that no. Um, this aspect of man is there, psychosocial. Uh-huh. So you and the society. Okay. Uh-huh. But Freud thought it was about you and your sexuality uh-huh. that informs your your growth. Uh-huh. So Erickson, at his um, fifth stage in um, the developmental stages, um, he proposed that uh, that stage is. Um, identity versus role confusion. Mm-hmm. And that fifth stage spans um, from 12 years to 18 years, okay. which is your adolescence. Mm-hmm. That's where one would want to, you know, know who he really is okay. and get to know, you know, it's a transition mm-hmm. for um, your your teenage, your um, adolescence. Transition from uh, childhood to, uh, to um, adulthood. adulthood. Yeah. So you are torn between you know some people think you are you are still small you also feel you are also grown mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing and there are certain things about you um, your physiology which is changing and um, other things you would want to do and um, some values you would want to, to you know um, put in perspective and mm-hmm. all so it is around that time that everyone for him he thinks that if you are not able to find your identity well around that stage and get to know that I am a male or I am a female. Um, I don't want to go into the other, you know, uh, transgender and all those stuff, but mm-hmm. um, th- what we know, originally know, the male, female, and the role of a male, the role of a female, um, the role of, uh, say, um, a Christian, and all other things as a person mm-hmm. and gets to know that my other colleague or my friend is that I am this. Okay. So your ability to appreciate that you are not the same. And uh, for that reason, you can still accept anyone else regardless of your differences. Mm-hmm. If that is not properly done, you zoom into role confusion. Okay. That is where mm-hmm. you would, you think that, ah, it looks like when I do this, everyone is talking about it. So mm-hmm. let, um, me do this. Let, let me try this one too. Mm-hmm. So it's like you want to find <laughs> your place a, somewhere. A, a particular place where you will see that the applause is coming. Okay. You see, when the applause is loudest, you think that, hey, I think this one is the thing I need to do. Mm-hmm. So if you are not careful and you are confused about which kind of role to play, that is where this issue starts coming in. Mm-hmm. So it will be like, you are not too sure. So you think that you are not worthwhile or you are not as unique as you are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so um, because of some criticism, sometimes th- those are the causes. Some people will have criticisms like from parents and relatives and all. So it gets them to feel that, hey, it, uh, I'm, I'm not you know, the, the right person or what, what kind of thing. So they would want to be like 
another person. Another person. And so if I would be like the other person and be regarded and be accepted, everyone wants to be accepted. And for that reason, they would want to do that thing that the person is doing. Okay. By so doing, if you are not careful, that is when you yeah. fall into this syndrome. syndrome okay. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, um, if you go technically into that um, syndrome, um, the uh, the name again. Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Another name is imp- um, imposterism, mm-hmm. and or um, fraud syndrome. Uh-huh. The, the, the reason is that it is not really about another person. Okay. It's about you yourself, but your inability to believe the um, internal um, experience of not, you know, uh, believing that you are really the, the person people see you to be. Okay. And you think that maybe um, you, are, you are fraud or you are not too sure. Is it that um, they are seeing the wrong person? Or I might be exposed the next time. It, it was by luck, mm-hmm. you know. That mm-hmm. these are the thoughts that come to you. That uh, this thing I I was able to do. Are you sure the next time I'll be able to do it? No. This one you I I didn't sleep all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I had to rehearse throughout. What's the you know probability that every time I'll be able to do that to maintain that you know um, that kind of uh, success and all. Mm-hmm. So so it it makes the person feel and it gets you into anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it has some relation with social anxiety, uh-huh. you know. So, so if you're not careful and you go into those areas and you don't accept yourself from the onset, you might veer into this um, imposter syndrome that we are talking about. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Right. This, is really, really, this is really, really wonderful. And that is all for this episode. Kindly subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. Leave us a review on any Apple device or the Apple Podcast website. A link will be shared in the show notes. You can follow the 21 Show on any social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the 21 Show. If you've got anything to share with us, future topics, conundrum, or question, productivity tip, kindly send all of that an audio file, MP3 format to the 21 Show 2020 at gmail.com or info at the 21show.com. Once again, we want to say a special thank you to our cherished listeners now for spending time with us we hope to catch you in future episodes